Call America is a history podcast about what makes America great. I'm Carl Joseph Black, a Brooklyn native born into the cult. And I'm Lisa Charlotte, an Australian migrant who totally bought into it from afar. Each episode, we unpack the American way of life from an outsider's perspective, from the Pledge of Allegiance to American exceptionalism and more. We'll dive into the history and share our personal experiences, along with discussion of some actual cults along the way. Listen to Cult America on a Three Springs Media Network, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yo, Hat. Sir. What is poetry to you? Poetry to me is creating visuals for all the things I see in my head. Like from the moment I wake up out my bed to the second I lay down the rest is all about creating. What about you? For me, poetry is liberation. It's the unshackling of chains for you, those before you, and our future generations. Poetry is legacy. The things you leave your seeds so that they can be whatever it is they want to be. This is the poetry. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Poetry Pod. Peace, peace. What up, y'all? Bienvenidos. You feel me? Uh, my name is Hattress. It's like Masters with the H, but please don't sleep on me. And I am here with Stony Tony. What up, y'all? What's the word? How you feeling today, bro? I'm great, man. I'm, I'm great. Thank God. How are you, man? How you feel? I'm good. I'm good. You know, just family good. I'm good. So I'm blessed, bro. What was the most grand start of your day so far? What was the most grand part? My my day didn't start grand. Um, so okay. <laughs> I'm still acknowledging I'm blessed though. Um, you know, it's a rainy day right now. You know, I had to get up and go to my aunt house and get a stroller and come back. I had to do a lot of work this morning, bro. So it was a lot. What about you, bro? It was all right, man. Father duties. You know what I mean? I'm grateful I got to wake up to my babies, but they definitely kept me up. That's always a blessing. Right? Always yeah. a blessing. For sure. Going on vacation soon, so I'm looking forward to that. I get to see my grandparents. I haven't seen them in a while. So, you know what I mean? I'm looking forward to shit like that right now. Summertime has kind of become a breeze. Mm. And then before that winter here, you know, it could yeah. get a little cold. Yeah, for sure. So I want, I want to enlighten the people because they probably don't know. Like, like they just hear our voices. They don't know the backgrounds, right? right. Um, so, Tony, how many languages you speak, bro? I speak I speak two, man. I speak three because sarcasm is a hell of a fucking language. <laughs> but I speak two, man. I'm bilingual. I, I'm, I'm I'm Puerto Rican, so I'm Boricua, you know, puro. One time for the Boricuas. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I, I speak Spanish as well as English. It's definitely been something that was a challenge, you know, growing up, not speaking Spanish well enough to kind of be in the Spanish kind of fit, you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, but also... You know, not being, I guess, white boy enough or English enough to fit with that kind of crew. And so, but you do speak Spanish conversationally, though, right? Like, yeah, all the yeah, it's definitely. If it's money, food, or women involved, it's definitely. <laughs> That's what you need, right? That's all I need. Yeah. <laughs> no, the reason why I asked is because the poem that we're going to tackle today, uh, I, I'm struggling to say it in Spanish. Right. Can you help me out? Colores. Say that one more time. Go, lo. Res. Colores. Colores. See, my L's don't roll like that. Yeah. Nah, it's aight. It's aight, brother. We're going to roll a few L's after this podcast, and then we're going to work on that. Roll, that's roll, what right? <laughs> To get into it, right? Uh, what does that mean? That's that's English. colors. That's colors? Colors in English, okay. yeah. And, and, and what exactly was your inspiration to write a poem called Colors in Spanish? My grandmother, which is crazy. That's so like how, like, what way? 
But uh, my grandmother is someone who instilled the Spanish-speaking language in me. Like, mm. she made sure that I held on to that, and that was something that I would pass on to my kids. That's dope. It was very important to her. But she was also an artist, which, you know, a lot of my a lot of my talents kind of generate from. What type of artist? So she painted. Okay. Um, she also knitted. Um, she was a cook. She I was think. a creative. She was a creative. She's a creative. Yeah, she, you know, she's a creative. She's a, she's a rock. She's a bedrock. So, yeah. She created y'all. That's <laughs> yeah, that's creation. She does hair, all that. So, yeah, shout out to my grandmother. She definitely was a big inspiration to this poem. Um, and I'm glad, you know, a lot of the things that she told me is stuff that I could hold on to now, but also put into like my art, you know, okay. the crevices of me being a better person. Okay. So, so I'm setting the stage so that y'all know, like, today's episode is um, Colores. Colores. See? Colors in English. <laughs> you know I mean, today's episode we gonna we gonna tackle this poem by Stony Tony called Colores. Colores, which is colors in English. I'm gonna correct uh, you every fucking time. As you, as you should, can't should as you should. Yeah, because I told you you gonna write a poem in Spanish. Remember, I I'm told not you though. You are though. I'm not. I told you you will. Yo, we Tony don't understand. Tony don't understand that. I we gonna rewrite Subway, bro. But we gonna do it in Spanish together. I barely <laughs> speak English. So it's like, you want me to try another language? I am still learning this one. I can't do it, bro. I feel you, dude. You know what I mean? Bro. But, you know, as we always do, we're going to get into it. And then we're going to have a, a dialogue and a breakdown on, on this amazing poem. Um, and then we're going to get into the immersive experience. So let's, let's just start with, you know, like you giving us the poem in its entirety right now. Can you I, do that? I could definitely spit that for you, for sure. Check it. My first set of crowns was in a 64-pack with the sharpener on the back. In fact, it wasn't even Crayola. It was Rosar. So I had to be smart how I moved it, because if you know, these things broke like chalk when you used it. Useless. But I learned a valuable lesson in that. Broken crowns can still color a canvas, and sooner or later, every crown snaps in half. Sometimes since the pieces like stained glass. My grandmother bought me my first pack of crayons. She said to color in between the lines isn't really living life. So when you color a picture, you can never do it twice. Do it right, Antonio. I stopped coloring a long time ago. And it's been forever since I touched the crown because this childhood paint turned paint was just watercolors for me to drown. Mm. See, I never owned a paint set. But I imagine that if I did, that I would paint these walls that here with colors of expression as a kid looking to get caught red-handed. I well school me on how art isn't just something you fix. And to make certain I focus on my primary colors to ensure I stay out the mix. That comes secondary to none. Because the darker the color, the deeper it runs. Mm, that's how you gonna end it? Yeah. Ours. Yo, yeah, yeah. There's so much to unpack with this one. Though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially for me mostly, man. This is dope. Like, you know, my grandmother's still life. present here in my life. So this is like a, a poem that, like, um, I feels like it can never end. It's like an old to her. Going there. Exactly. That's what's up. Um, To just highlight the people that you care about in the art, right? Like, that. I think that's the goal, right? Like, the goal is to not only talk our truths, but to speak to the people who allowed us to be here. Right. So, like, I commend you for that. Um, and to be vulnerable and sharing um, these instances in this story with the world right now, right? Like, that's something that's hard to do. I want to I really dive into some of the stanzas because there were some stanzas in here that kind of, like, blew me away. 
Um, the first one I'm going to ask you about, I want you to kind of do a deep dive into where you were when you wrote this and what you meant by it. Um, you said, but I learned a valuable lesson in that. Broken crayons can still color a canvas, and sooner or later, every crayon snaps in half. Right. So I, I honestly don't remember exactly where I was. I, if I can answer that question another, like where I was in my life or where I currently am in my life, um, I can I can say that if if I may. So that of course. Speaking on that is it um my my grandmother and my grandparents were like my my bloodline right there. That's what kinda who raised me, you know what I mean? My mom's kinda had to do what she had to do to make sure that I was alright and that was the best care. They haven't been here in like seven, eight years because they moved to Florida. So that's something that I've been constantly battling this like the support system that was always like my bedrock, you know, not only for myself but for my child, mm-hmm. my children. You know, and now not being able to see them for that long, you know, only once a year in the summertime. They in Florida, right? They in Florida, right? Hot ass Florida, right? So, yeah. So, like, where I am is, like, I'm just, I'm missing my grandmother. You know what I mean? I miss mm-hmm. my grandmother. I miss hanging out with her. Um, She's a cool ass, cool, cool, cool lady. Mm-hmm. So, that's, that's you know, that's where I'm at, I guess, uh, metaphysically. I want, I want you to dive deeper into the broken crayons can still color a canvas line. Because that was powerful. Word. It means a lot. Definitely. I think so, too. Um, I mean, it speaks to, like, being that underdog, you know? Mm. And it speaks to the insecurities. It speaks to um, the external validations. It speaks to us personalizing and internalizing things. And um, it just really says, like, that no matter what, you know, what position we are in life, where we are, we are part of something. Mm -hmm. We're part of a bigger picture. So, so we could be impact. we could be broken people and still and still be impactful. Yeah, exactly. And like, still color fire. others, you know, bring light and life to others. So that's yeah. fire. That's nigga. What through all of that? And, and what what touches me the most is like the way that you're speaking about your grandmother. Um, I have an aunt that I am blessed and fortunate to just be around all the time. Right, like she's my elder elder. Like I, I'm not going to say how old she is because black women don't like that. But <laughs> you know I mean, anyway. you feel me? Like it would never know. Right. And, and the way that she moves, like is she's just an energetic char- charismatic person. Um, and like this poem makes me feel like how I feel about her. Right. Because it's like without her, I don't know who I would be in, in the situations that I would be in if she wasn't around. Um, so like yeah like that that talks to that that figure. One of the other senses that stood out to me though, you keep referring to the fact that your grandmother bought you your first pack of crayons. Right. Why is that so important to you that you decided to repeat it at multiple times in this poem? Um, because like the crayons is like really more of a like a representation of her like impact on my life you know mm. and her like her color that she left and stamped and she left on my life that mm. I now put into my everyday talk those poetic explanations bro <laughs> yeah the color it's like, left on your life right and like the tools that she left me you know what i mean like the stuff that she taught me and like everything in this poem is what she's kind of taught me you know as, mm-hmm. as a man and like the crayons that she first purchased me is the crayons that i still hold on to right now you know what I mean? that i'm able to like to paint my life with. You know what's even more fire? The way that you say the word crayon sounds <laughs> like crowns. Right? So like that I felt like that was like a play on the words too. Right. Because it's like she handed you your crown. Right. Right? Like she gave it to you, like, yo, this is who you are. This is what you're supposed to be doing. Or, like the way that that you're navigating that space 
It looks like that. I do say crowns a little funny now that I think about it. You say like crowns. I yeah. told you. But I thought it was a poetic. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. mix. But fucking, I think you should play with it. Like, that was it. Let's go. I think that makes sense, bro. All right. Because, um, like, you follow up with uh, my grandmother bought me my first pack of crayons. She said to color in between the lines isn't really living life. Right. She let me know. That shit hit. <laughs> that was one of the ones. <laughs> I mean, if anybody's going to let you know, right, about anything, it's going to be your elders, right? Mm-hmm. That kind of led led the way. Mm-hmm. And the reason you're here. Um, and that was just her, like, letting me know, like, yo, like, you're going to fuck up. You're going to make mistakes, mm-hmm. you know? And I think as an artist, like, even deeper to that, you know, on, on that level, mm-hmm. is, like, we spend so much time trying to perfect and perfect and perfect perfect this craft, but people forget how much that people actually like to see the growth and like to see the experience. Exactly. You know, to see where they've come from. And I think, like, us trying to keep this painted perfect picture because in the social media days as an artist and mm-hmm. always trying to keep up with content and shit like that, it kind of takes away, you know, from the genuineness and it kind of taints the image of... And you don't want to be gimmicky like, you know, Toby. Uh, no. Conversation we yeah. had earlier. Nah, honestly, funny, funny that you say that because it's like, I think that speaks to what we were talking about earlier, right? Like, we were talking about how, like, when you're so strategic and you're trying to be perfect about everything that you do and you're being meticulous it might come off as a gimmick right and like you're a person before you're an artist right right so like just having that those imperfections make people relate a little bit more because they can see themselves in you right so i think that was a beautiful way to say like yo i'm a person right right like i'm not perfect it's exactly what that is yeah, yeah that was fire like it, it touched it, man it touched me um i'm gonna just you got so many lines in here bro that it's hard to like I got to say, like, I mean, it's like, I, I highlighted this whole stanza because speak a little bit about to this first line because you started this stanza with, I stopped coloring a long time ago. Where? Why? I lost my great-grandmother, which was her mom. My condolences, bro. No doubt, of course. Um, and I felt like, you know, that took a part of my grandmother away. Um, that kind of like, she lost herself with that. So that's that that really, even though it says I lost, you know, I, I stopped coloring a long time ago, it, it really just means a void that's that that's missing in our family. You know what I mean? Um, and then as I segue into I stopped coloring a long time ago, and it's been forever since I touched the crown, because this childhood pain turned paint was just watercolors for me to drown. Mm-hmm. So like that's that's us taking that pain, you know what I mean, and kind of mortifying, like shaping it and molding it and mm-hmm. and recreating it and transitioning it into a more positive energy, different. which was us, you know, losing my great grandmother, you know, my, my grandmother losing her moms. You know what I mean? That was something sharp, a lesson for her to learn, which was then in return, a lesson for me to kind of learn from. Again, I just want to highlight the fact that the, the, the basic audience who would hear this poem would never know the depth in which you had to go to, to say these lines, right? to write these lines. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they would never know you losing your great-grandmother influenced the stanza. Right. Like, you were thinking about that when you wrote that, right? Um, and that's the beauty of art, to know that, like, this could mean, because when I read this, it meant something totally different to me. Right. Right? And that's the beauty of art, because it was like, I stopped coloring a long time ago. Like, it just gave me, like, life has kind of, like, gotten to you. Right. Right? Because, like, when we're coloring, we're in a childish playful state right and it's like as we get older we stop coloring bro like i literally bought myself a coloring book like two weeks ago just to get back to like who i was before i had to pay bills right and worry about shit so it's like that 
that's almost like to me, it's a metaphor for maturity, right? Like, and not necessarily in a negative or positive way, but like just a reality, right? Like when you, what's what, what they say in the Bible, like when you become a man, you have to put away all childish things. Right. But should you? But right. No, play therapy is extremely important. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Right. But should you? Right? right. Because it's like it, it allows you to tap into that naivety that you once had, like that genuineness that you once had before the world right. kind of made like you change. Yeah. Like tainted who, right. who that pure, innocent child was. Right. Hey, definitely do that. Right. Like that's yeah. that's to put things in perspective Boy. extremely quick, really Boy. fast. You Way know? fast. And it's like you kind of have to. You kind of have to like, there's the accepting of it, you know, and then that void of something being taken away from you and battling with whether that's still there in your life or not. Not so, so you follow up in a way that's like super reminiscent to what we're talking about right now. Right. So the way that you follow up, you say, see, I never owned a paint set, but I imagine that if I did, I would paint these walls that here with colors of expressions as a kid looking to be caught red handed. Like you, you painted that picture for us. That stands up, bro. Like you showed us a little kid who's just having fun. Right. Like, and you know, me having fun is going to get me in trouble, but fuck it. Right. Like, I don't want to do it. So it was like, it made so much sense that like this, this transition in your palm, you are, you are going from adult Tony to understanding what childhood Tony looked like and how free childhood Tony was that you might not have that same freedom. And I I love this about like, I I love it. Like this podcast gives like, all right. So for me, from, from the returning or the receiving aspect, right. is like, I get to hear angles about my poem that sometimes that I didn't even think about about what I was thinking about. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, of course, that's what I'm going with as a child, as a youth, you know, mm-hmm. not being able to get caught in things like that. But as far as that balance of um, maturity and, and having to grow up or still be a kid wasn't wasn't as prevalent when I was thinking about that. Because you're already so, sitting in it, right? Like you're sitting in who you are at right I, now. And I think because I got to write this, it was like being a kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, that was me being able to be a kid. When you grow up too fast and you got to fucking take care of a household, you know, wash everybody's clothes at the age of 11 and shit like that. Now, as an adult, you you can't wait for the opportunity mm. to just, like, play with paint. You know what I mean? Like, you just sit there, like, and here's y'all. So I'm grunting right now just because, like, I looked at another line and it was like, <laughs> oh, shit. He said that? So, like, right after he says looking to get caught red-handed, he said, abuela. 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 Yeah, there you go. Abuela. School me on how art isn't just something you fix. Right. And to make certain I focus on my primary colors. Can you please dive a little deeper into that and explain for the people who aren't like really poetically uh, inclined. Right. Um, to understand exactly what you meant, bro. There's a few different ways. My grandma was a G, man, OG. Like she was really about her paper. And she she was never like no joke. Like she's always told me like, yo, this is how you got to work your money. Your money works itself. Like you got to make sure she wasn't the type of like save until you're mm-hmm. 85. Like, you know what I mean? Like she's like, you got to make it happen and you got to focus and you can't be on your distractions and you got to make sure you're always doing the right thing so that that energy comes back. You know what I mean? So on that level, it was that. But then like, of course, the primary colors is the shit that's really important. The mm-hmm. shit, the foundation of everything else that you can you can give your energy towards in your life, which is you, your health first, right? Your family, you know what I mean? Your relationship with God. Like, I think those are the primary things that 
she instilled in me in my life that allows me to like balance everything else so well. So it's like outside of you as an artist, who are you as a person, right? Like that's that's what I'm gathering from that, like to make certain that I focus on my primary color. Right. Like who I am as a person. Right. Outside of the art. Um, but what really hit was the art isn't just something you fix. Definitely is it. That's fire. It becomes gimmicky then, right? Speak a little bit more about like art isn't something that you fix. Like what do you mean exactly? It goes back that? into that conversation of perfection, right? Mm -hmm. How that could definitely poison us for us as artists. Um, I think it's, I think it's important for people to see your growth, your process. I think one of the coolest things about seeing an artist like Drake, you know, or seeing an artist like Kendrick is kind of seeing those preliminary albums that led to who they are so now. who they are now. Right? Everybody loves the story. You know what I mean? Everybody likes to see the beginning to the end. Mm -hmm. So when you kind of continue to show them and you give them that, that genuineness of yourself, the reality, the humility, you know? Um, it, it, it's more impactful, mm -hmm. more powerful when you're now, when your imperfections, right, can then glorify what you're actually fucking good at. No, I, I would, nah, I totally agree. I would even go further to say that art isn't something that you fix, but art is something that fixes you, right? Um, cause like when I, <laughs> when I think about, when I think about the reason why I started creating, it wasn't to be this ego-driven person of saying like, yo, I made this. It was to show who I am, right? And to like really have it on paper and to look at it and to see the deficits. And so like, that shit was my therapy. It is my therapy, right? So- It me like your identity. So now I'm a writer, right? Like, I, that's how I introduce myself now. And it's like, yo, five years ago, when you asked me who Hattress is, I really couldn't tell you. Yeah. They were, still wasn't sleeping on you, though, so. I, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, it wasn't, of course, because I'm, <laughs> I'm just a real nigga, but, like, I couldn't tell you right. who the core of Patrick's was. Right. But, like, to to be able to have that identity, like you said, to be able to say, like, yo, I'm a writer. I'm a creator. Like, that's what I am. That's what I do. Right. So it's like, that art just isn't something that you fix, something you fix line. That shit hit so crazy to me you don't even understand like i think I'm, everything every artist should like you know um i think every artist should be able to speak to that for sure and i want to highlight your writing ability because like niggas is not going to catch what you was doing here yeah so like you you go on to say and to make certain i focus on my primary colors to ensure i stay out of the mix right that's a fucking bar right. that's a bar because i ain't in nobody's business you feel me like I, like i'm staying with the primary right. colors i'm not blending shit ain't no greens over here right. <laughs> you already know what it, what it is what you getting right now right i mean straight up word um so what was the line after that comes secondary secondary to none because i already see what you was doing with the primary colors secondary to none i get it that's a bar Right. What was the line after that and how you ended it? Um, so if you paint, as you know, the darker the color, like the deeper the paint is going to run into the canvas. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think the, the deeper that we get into our roots, you know, the more that we show our true colors as human, mm -hmm. the more we can leave an impact on this world. You know, and I think my grandmother was able to do that, like for our family. You know, she's always stayed genuine and true to herself. Um, and mind her business instead of her lane, you know, did what she knew was best for her and her fam. I don't know why that made me think of 
a line like, yo, the deeper you dig, the more dirt on your hands. Dang. Oh. That's a fact, though. I'm out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, take that. Yeah. Like, see, I love I love this shit. Yeah, this shit is, this shit is um, poetry's life. Hashtag poetry's life. That should be a thing. Why not? <laughs> that should really be a thing. Poetry is life. Hashtag poetry pod is life. Yo, that's what sucks. So, like... <laughs> So we talking about colors and shit like that. What's your favorite color, bro? My shit is green. I love green. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm, I'm you love like a secondary color. Tones and shit. Yeah, yo, <laughs> my shit, yo. That's those are my things. Like I, I, I love all shades of green. Lime green. That's what's up. Army green, money green. I'm, I'm learning to love green because yeah. I want that that money frequency flowing. Um, but my my favorite color is brown, bro. And brown. it's weird. Like when I tell people that, they be like, "How was your favorite color, brown?" Nah, it's that's a not, fucking bro. amazing color. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? That shit is dope, bro. Yeah. And it's mad versatile. Right. Because it's an earth tone, like you exactly. said, you could do anything, anything with it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my favorite shit. I feel, how could you not like brown? I don't know. Niggas hate themselves, so. Um, exactly. That could be a whole other poem nah. talking about color. You already know. Hey, I'm, I'm thinking about ideas right now. We got to collab. Hey, I got to ask you a question, though, real What's Pac-Man? As a as a youth, did you have Crayola or did you have Rosart? I don't know what Rosart is. So Rosart was the cheap, cheap, cheap ass crayons that usually came in the big art set. Okay. It ain't really it, it came in its own packs and it was a small cheap packs. What what made them cheap? They broke for for every Crayolas broke crazy too, bro. Nah, if you had these Rosarts. Yo, I'm telling you, no as soon as what you, you did, as soon as you applied any amount of pressure, it was a record. It was over. Yo, if anybody on this joint is listening, yeah, I know about Rose Arts. Yeah, I feel exactly what I'm talking about. This I had the Crayola. Like, it felt like a candle. It didn't even feel like a crayon. So they were bad, big. And not even skinny, small, but like like wet. Like the crayons was like oh, wet. Oh, they would like be mushed up. Yeah. Apply so pressure. Try to pressure was just okay, okay. cracked. Yeah, I had the Crayola, but I wasn't I wasn't artistically inclined. Did you have the 64 pack though? I had wild Shop packs. I'm going to be honest with you. I you had, had wild with packs. The yeah, I had all them shits, yeah. but I, I didn't use them because I can't draw to save my life. <laughs> so it's like, I was always that kid who got frustrated when I couldn't do some shit. Word. And I'd be like, yo, fuck it. Because I could do so much. So like when I found something that wasn't my thing, Right. I was spoiled, bro. So it's like, I'm like, nah, I'm not going to, no, I'm, I'm going to play these video games. I was the kid that if I colored, you you know, the joints that had to come like one, two, three, and then like the number told you what color you had to make. Yeah. I never fucking ever listened. Followed that shit. Yeah. yeah exactly. It was blue. I right, this is red, bitch. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was that kid. That's how I feel it. Yeah. Like, fuck nah, I cut it. Book. You making me color? I definitely get it. But I couldn't, you know how niggas was doing the, the little Superman S? Mm -hmm. I couldn't do it, bro. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I don't think I, I could do that shit to the I can't thing. do it. I couldn't do the draw. I couldn't trace well. Like, I, my nerves was bad as a kid. But your so pen game was stupid. My pen game is stupid because, like, I can't do anything like, <laughs> outside of that, bro. Like, I literally can't, bro. I can't. I can't doodle. Like, I don't know what the fuck that is. So it's like, <laughs> instead of, you know, having people in meetings, they doodle. I write poems. Like, I don't write Oh, damn. That's all I did. Good, yo. That was my thing, bro. I Word. couldn't do nothing else. Like, even look at this shit. I'm taking notes on your poem, and this looks horrible. Word. That does. It I'm looks horrible. Right. But I know where I'm at, though. I know I know my follow-up questions and all that, just from brackets. Like, I got this. I do this. 
a media train. You're right. all right, brother. That's my bracket. Here. Oh, you gonna come in my bracket? Mm, I don't know, bro. All right, y'all niggas be privileged out here, artistically inclined, <laughs> and gonna come at the nigga that's trying. That's fuck. I'm not. I'm not. I can't draw like that. Nigga, you got. I like coloring. Though. I think it's therapeutic. It is. It definitely. And you know they have adult coloring books, bro. Yes, I do. Definitely. Yeah, word. They be looking like tattoos and shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's nice. And my girl, my girl is like super creative and like she paints. Oh, and so it's like that's a whole I didn't different know that she realm, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like she's that's a whole different realm. Oh, I don't know you white her up, brother. You like yo, she sings, she paints, she culture, yeah, like, yeah educated, yeah. yeah. Like, like I listen, I know what I was doing, Word. but uh, <laughs> but yeah, she she be in there painting, and like it be looking realistic as shit. And I'm like, yo, how did you do that? Right, like. Did you go to school for this? You're like, nah, I just like doing this shit. And I'm like, yo, I feel the same way about writing. That's crazy because Maria, Maria's a painter. That's what she does. My Say, look. She's at home. She be creating shit. And I'm like, yo, like how? Like, we're like, we're like evil twins, bro. Like, they got to illustrate our book. We should write a, we should do a poetry book for kids and they illustrate. That's a fucking amazing idea. Yeah. I know. That's my dad. Yo, yo, yeah. just uh, make production. Make sure you edit that one out so they don't know about this goddamn book. All right, cool. <laughs> I'm about to say leave it in because even if somebody else do it, they can't do it like that. They us. can't do it like us. That's how I leave. Nah. Like, leave that energy there. Somebody that, else need it. That's where, um, yo. But as with everything that we do, as with every episode that we do, you know, like we've already explained some of the backstory. I'm sure there's still more. Right. Um, and we got the live performance, but, you know, we had to leave y'all with the immersive experience. Um, shout out to the producer here who actually handles that and make sure that shit is immaculate Word. so give him up a round of applause to my guy some more yeah, yeah. look i'm gonna turn it up like all right but with every episode this is what we do um my boy stony tony why don't you like just do a little quick intro into um the immersive experience that they're about to get kind of all right cool so this is um this is Colores. Let's say it one more time for me, I just Colores. And he got it right. I tried. Fuck. I told you we gonna write this poetry. Uh, this, this we're not, poetry. but I tried. Right. I'm gonna try for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is this is an ode to my grandmother. Um, yeah, like Katra said, shout out to Samari and you know the Three Springs Media team and giving this yeah, giving y'all this poetry pie, giving y'all this poem. I hope y'all enjoy. Primary colors are the root every other color. When we mix primary colors, we can obtain any other color we want. The primary colors are red, blue, and yellow. My first set of crowns was in a 64 pack with the sharpener on the back. In fact, it wasn't even Crayola. It was Rosal. So I had to be small how I moved it, cause if you know, these things broke like chalk when you used it. Useless. But I learned a valuable lesson in that. Broken crowns can still cover a canvas, and sooner or later, every crown snaps in half. Sometimes it's a pieces like stained glass. My grandmother bought me my first set of crowns. She said to color in between the lines isn't really living life, so when you color a picture, you can never do it twice. Do it right, Antonio. I stopped coloring a long time ago, and it's been forever since I touched the crown because this childhood pain turned paint was just watercolors for me to drown. 
See, I never owned a paint set. But I imagine that if I did, that I would paint these walls that here were colors of expression as a kid looking to get caught red-handed. Awella, school me on how art isn't just something you fix and to focus on my primary colors to ensure I stay out the mix. That comes secondary to none. Because the darker the colors, the deeper it runs. <laughs>